Hey everybody, this is another episode of Hey What's Up. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ray. And I'm your other host, Emerson. Well, Emerson, how's it going, man? Dude, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. My Texans won, blew the fuck out of the Falcons, man. So that made my weekend very, very awesome. Also, the Astros are up 2-0 and on the Tampa Bay Rays. And we look like we're on pace to meet the Yankees in the ALCS. And hopefully, if it's anything like two years ago, it'll be a fucking good one. And maybe it'll end with us going to the World Series. Could you imagine that? So a lot of good things going on in my life right Could now. Could you imagine that two times? Dude. Dude, that that dude. Honestly, how bad baseball was in Houston for a long time. It's really crazy. I mean, I remember uh, when in 2017 when we we're going uh, through the through the playoffs, the championship game, and then the and the World Series. Dude, literally, we would be in class. It'd be a group of guys just watching it all of all of all of one guy's laptop who was just playing it on mute. Or I had a test the next day, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna stay up and watch the fucking Astros." Dodgers game and I literally would not study it. I said I'm gonna take the L on this fucking test because you know what I could retake the test, but I can't relive this fucking moment. Wow! So I'll be excited if, if we make it back, dude. It's a good time to be a Houston sports fan. Honestly. Well, I heard the Astros are looking pretty dominant right now. Dude, Astros are fucking killing it, buddy. Fucking absolutely destroying everybody right now. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. The Yankee. If we do make it through, the Yankees will be a tough test, man. The Yankees are a really, really, really good team. So don't want to count my eggs before they hatch, but I'm hopeful. I'm very, very hopeful. That's good, man. Well, other than that, anything else happened recently? Oh, well, I have something. I have something. I have something. So if you listened to last right, week's episode, we talked about none other than Cheesecake Girl, a.k.a. Pastelitos Company. And, well. Oh, yes. Tell me. You were telling me some. there were some juicy yes, updates, sir. bro. I've been busy. Tell, so, me, tell, tell me what's going on. Uh, fortunately, my girlfriend got to come visit me. Um, after taking a break mm-hmm. from, from work and she loves right. cheesecake, man, like cheesecake. If she could slap her, her <laughs> elbows and, you know, inject it in there, she probably would. Um, that's how much she loves cheesecake. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try getting a pastelitos co cheesecake for her. So I enabled all my okay. notifications, man. All right. And the way she goes about it now okay. is if orders fall through, she'll go ahead and tweet out a picture of a cheesecake and say, up for grabs. The first person uh-huh. to say me gets it. Okay? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, so there's so much high demand. That's, dude, that, that's crazy. Even if an order fall through, anybody would be like, oh, yeah, I'll fucking take that shit right exactly. now. Exactly. Wow. So, okay, okay. So okay, gotcha. she drops like one of the best looking pecan cheesecakes I've ever seen in my life. All right. Oh, bro. That's, okay, that sounds kind of trash. Pecan cheesecake, but whatever. Keep okay, going. well, it was like pecan and strawberry, so it looked amazing. And okay. gotcha. I get the notification, and I immediately open up my phone. I reply immediately, uh-huh. and mine comes up on top. And yeah. I'm like, no way. Did right. I just win uh-huh. a cheesecake? <laughs> Wait, is it for free, or do you still have, you have to, to pay, pay for it? it? But I didn't care. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, better than being on that wait list for six months or whatever. Yeah, hold on, Emerson. Can you keep him talking? Something, there's a big bang in my living room. I'm going to go check it out. Can you keep him occupied real quick? Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll, I'll take over the pod for a second. Uh, hope everybody's doing well out there, having a good time, you know. Hopefully Ray doesn't get fucking murdered going into the fuck. This is my question. Why would you go towards the direction direction of 
a fucking loud fucking noise or bang going on. Like, like, are you crazy? Like, no, run the other goddamn direction. It's like if you see Godzilla coming, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Is that Godzilla? No, you get the fuck up out of there immediately. So, uh, present thoughts for Ray and his family because Ray hasn't been back and I think he may have been murdered. All right, I'm back. Um, I'm alive and I'm better than ever. Ah, you made it. You made it. Yeah, made my, it. one of my... Dude, why would you run... Why, why, why would you run towards the... The noise. I'd, I'd hide under my bed. I don't know. I honestly just thought like maybe like there was a fight going on. I don't know. Maybe they're throwing hands. Oh, so you're, so you're ready to jump in? I was ready oh, to I separate, dog. But of course that didn't happen. My roommates are great towards each other. What happened? My roommate dropped his TV. So. Wait, he dropped the fucking TV. Yeah, he dropped the TV, <laughs> man. Wait, how, how do you drop? Wait, wait, is the TV okay? Like I, I don't, I don't know. That like a big deal. I don't know, but he was like. <laughs> but he said it was all right, and I trust him. So, hey. Wait, which roommate was uh, this? This was the uh, roommate Matt. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what the? First of all, why is he carrying this TV around? That he. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, all going right. back to the all story, right, so much suspense. <laughs> Some questions will never. Be okay, answered. so uh-huh. I, I I turn to my girlfriend. I'm like, I got a cheesecake, and then she turns to me and she's like, "You don't even like cheesecake. Why did you get it?" And True. I was like, "True, dumbass, yeah. I got it for you. <laughs> and she's... Bro, ain't that the fucking worst thing in the world, bro? When you do something sweet for your girl, she's like, oh, why'd you do that? For you? The fuck you mean for what? <laughs> like, obviously this shit isn't for me. Like, bro, like at that point, I'm like, just, no, I want to return this shit. Like, he's fucking ungrateful as hell. Like, what you mean for what? Uh, anyway, continue. <laughs> so, so I was like, I got it, Anita. There's no way. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, yes, I've always wanted one, blah, blah, blah. It looks so good. Uh, and I was like. Did, did she know about the situation with this girl? Yeah, she's heard about her, so she was, like, pretty excited. Okay, okay, so she did Yeah, so then it. I was like, gotcha. I got it. There's no way. And then I never got it. And then I found out that I wasn't the first. I was, like, the 10th. I was the 10th person. Oh, no. <laughs> so somebody else beat you to the punch. Like, it was so quick. I hadn't loaded the other two. Oh, yes, yet. yeah. And then, and then later that day, she posts again. Uh-huh. But this time, pure strawberry cheesecake. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to take that's a, a That's L. a good cheesecake. There's no way I'm going to take an L. Uh-huh. I got second. I was the second person. Oh, that's fucking rough. That's rough. Like, I get it. Like, All right. I feel like, like she has so much wait, clout. I feel like there's a third time. No, no, there's not a third time. A third I took time? my L and I said... Uh, I, I said my piece, tragic as fuck. and now I probably won't have a cheesecake until this girl knows how to increase her supply to meet her demand. I'm salty, dude. Let 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 let's infuse her business with a little bit of cash so she sit, so she can expand and uh, fulfill more orders. Uh, we need to we need to get like she. How how do I say this? We need to be her sharks. You know sh- the show Shark Tank. Oh yeah yeah we yeah. yeah. Be the sharks like. Okay. I'll give you ten dollars for ninety eight percent of your company. <laughs> ten dollars for ninety eight percent of your company, <laughs> bro. That's the kind of deals they give on Shark Tank sometimes. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, are you serious right now? Like, you think I'm stupid or something? Like, oh man, those are those Mr. Wonderful deals for sure, boy. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I'm salty. I want her to make. Wait, so how much are the cheesecakes, by the way? I don't know, but I didn't Do care. Know? I was willing to drop, bro. I was willing to drop at least twenty five. If it was more, I would have oh. said no. Nah. I'm done. Damn. 20, 25 for a cheesecake, bro? Like, I don't know the cheesecake market, bro, but 25 god damn, that's a lot of money for a cheesecake. Well, it was 25 to How make my girl they, like, happy, so. 
Ah, I see. I see how you're going to flip that one right I'm there. I'm a smooth boy. man. Ooh, getting those brownie I'm points. I'm a smooth in. man. Getting those cheesecake points in. I those see cheese you, points. Missing 25 to make my girl happy. You a corny motherfucker. <laughs> you were ready for that response, too. Bro, boy. my boy JR is going to be listening right now. He's going to be like, what a guy. What a stud. I know yes, it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man, well thanks for that update, right? I didn't know I didn't know that you had gotten caught up in this situation. Oh yeah, I got so salty after the second one I, I uh I unfollowed her and muted all her notifications. Bro, you got so you got so salty you turned into a Trump supporter. <laughs> bro, imagine that shit bro getting so mad you to get a chicken like fuck this shit, I'm gonna go vote for Trump. <laughs> you know how there's those people that like kidding Kidding, guys. You know how there's those people. <laughs> there are those people that like conned Trump supporters by like claiming they were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What if someone did that to her? Like said that they were a Trump supporter, and then said, "Now that I have your uh, attention, I'm not. But can I have a cheesecake?" And then she'd be like, "Oh no, yeah, we're good, bro." Damn. Hey, but dude, that, why are you giving away your secret like that? You could have done no, that. No, it wouldn't have worked. I know it. Cause I'm more than sure this yeah, this lady gets like thousands of notifications and DMs a week. Yeah, damn, dude, that's crazy, man. You shout out to her for making all that money and being super successful. Now I guess. Well, I I don't know. I wonder how so, much I'm having a super successful cheesecake business. I wonder how much how much money she's making. A no, week? I wonder how much tuition she's paid off with it. Like, is she like already like paying it off? Damn. Or what? Dude, what if she's making so much money she don't even need to, she doesn't even need to go to school? I know anymore. that's what I was thinking that would too. Be even more popping. But I think what would be cool is maybe if like Damn. she got a degree in business and then decided to expand her business uh-huh. outside yeah. of her own control. You know, that's what I'm saying, bro. We need to invest some money. We need to get in on this. Oh, you're trying to you're saying sliding the DMs and being like, hey, I'm gonna be a CPA. Um, do you need uh, one? Th- yes. Yeah, I, I know how to count very well. Like, that's one cheesecake, that's two cheesecakes, that's, th- oh, that's three cheesecakes. All right, that checks out perfectly. See how good of an accountant I am, homie? Oof, account really, really good. Bro, would you do a job that paid you whatever you want, but it has to be what they offer? So, for example, you wanted to be the accountant for okay. the Astros, but the only way they're going to pay you ah, is through season tickets. Okay. Nothing else. Would you do it? Ah, fuck. Hell no, bro. I mean, is that my main job or like, can I do that on the side? I don't know. I, I didn't think about that. Damn. If if it were my main job, like, nah, bro, I can't do that, man. Like, I need. I mean, I need to fucking eat, bro. I need to make a living. But if I could, if it was like a side hustle, I'm like, okay, you guys just don't pay me. Give me season tickets to like a Texans game or something, and I go in and do some shit, you know, for 10, 20 hours a week. I'd be down to do it, to be honest. But I don't know. I need to get in contact with some of the people at the Texans, see if we could work out a deal or not with the Hey What's Up podcast and the Houston Texans. Could you yeah. imagine J.J. Watt wearing a jersey that, says, or that has the Hey What's Up podcast logo on the top left? Oh, uh, we're sponsoring the Texans now, boy? Oof. We'd be making that big money soon. Right, NPR? Bam. Just kidding. NPR would never. Hey. Hey, a lot of people really fucked with this last episode of the podcast, dude. I don't know why. I don't know if people were just interested in the cheesecake shit or what, bro. But we got a ton of listeners on this last one. Shout out to everybody who listened to it. How that. do you know through, like, it. analytics? If you if you hated it, too, thanks for the like. Uh, I was just looking at the total at the total listener count. I'm going to listen to it right now. I'm going to see it right now. 
But you have anything else you wanted to talk yeah. about? I know that you had some stuff you want to talk about, right? No, I mean, speaking of accounting, dude, this last week, the reason why we didn't do a podcast was because I was uh, out in um, Rezo's stomping grounds down in the valley uh, doing some work, doing some accounting work down there. Um, let me tell you something, man. It was, uh, it was, it was quite, quite an experience. First of all, I had, so it's a six-hour drive from fucking Houston down to the valley. So that was already tough. Dude, and I had to drive right after work on Friday. Um, and I was about four hours in, and there was, like, nothing, dude. I'm just, like, in the middle of nowhere. It's super dark on the highway. Only light is the light of my car, right? And there's, like, no other cars really on the road. Probably, like, there's another car probably a mile ahead of me and probably, like, one half a mile behind me. Dude, and I'm just on the phone. I forgot who the hell I was talking to. Um, and all of a sudden, I just see something flash right in front of my fucking car, dude. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Dude, it was a fucking deer. What? Dude, if this deer had... Yes, dude. This fucking deer just jumped in front of me, dude. I... Dude, I missed this dude by like two feet. If he if he decides to cross the street a second later, I hit that dude square fucking on. Because when I passed him up, dude, he was like two inches from the right side of my fucking car. I'm like, God damn, bro. Dude, I was like... Dude, so this is how people hit deer. I didn't, I didn't understand it before. I'm like, what the fuck? How do people just hit deer? Do they not just see them coming or nothing? And at, at this point, I'm probably driving like 80 miles an hour. So even if I, even if I saw the fucking deer at that close proximity, dude, no way in hell I'm stopping in fucking time, like without having like to completely derail my car onto like the side of the road or anything, dude. But I was that close to hitting a deer, and and the reason why I was more shook was because uh, just the weekend before, a buddy who works with me, he was driving late at night. Um, to go do go go do some work, and out of nowhere, fucking he, dude. Honestly, he says it's a deer, but he's not sure because whatever he hit on the road, he was going like eighty. He was going eighty miles an hour too, dude. He didn't even he didn't even recognize what it was anymore. That's how hard he fucking hit it, and his fucking car got totaled, bro. Like it got all fucked up and shit, and he had to take it back to the shop. No way. And he was like an hour and a half out of, out of fucking town. Yeah, his fucking radiator was all fucked up. Shout out to my boy, uh, if you're listening to this. Uh, uh, I hope I hope the insurance company does does right by you, and I hope uh, that Nationwide is really on your side, boy, because that's some goddamn craziness, bro. Like he didn't even recognize it, bro, and then he had to get his fucking car towed back to Houston, which probably cost a small fucking fortune, man. I was like, God damn, that's rough. Um, but the rest of my trip was pretty uneventful. I was down there. Uh, like I said, doing some work for for the day. Um, I I uh, I made sure that when I was down there, I got a bunch of Mexican candy, bro. Cause oh boy, I love me some spicy, good Mexican candy. I went to the store, dropped about seventy fucking dollars worth on it. I I was literally in a kid in a candy store. Dude, just everything I saw I was like, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. And it was so fucking cheap, fam. Like all that shit. If I would have bought it here in Houston, it probably would have cost double, triple that fucking money. Oh, for sure. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so that was super cheap. Um, only thing I didn't get was Mexican Hot Cheetos because I couldn't find them anywhere, uh, at least as a, at, a, at a reasonable price. I went to, like, a like a grocery store, and they had them, like, for, like, $3 a bag. I'm like, man, I know I could get these cheaper somewhere. But um, I couldn't find them, dude. But I think Mexican Hot Cheetos are way better than American Hot Cheetos. Hands fucking down. Not even fucking close. I had them I had them one time when I had a layover in, in Mexico City. I was, like, at a convenience store inside the airport, and they just changed my life, bro, honestly. Honestly, even Cheetos um, from there are pretty good. 
it's all it's all different, bro. I mean, everybody knows the Mexican Coke is like way better down there too. Oh, for sure. Um, it's like cane sugar instead of actual. Sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like processed, like high food. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I mean, the Mexican food was great down there. Amazing. Honestly, it's it's it was really weird being being somewhere where everybody else was Hispanic too. And I mean, you knew this growing up, growing up where you did. Like the majority of people that are Hispanic, you know, you growing up in the valley, you know what the vibes are already. Um, yeah, but uh, being down there, it's like it's like I didn't. It felt kind of weird, right? Because I'm like, damn, everybody just like me. Like, I don't get the hookup no more for being Hispanic, you know? Like, sometimes I walk into a nice restaurant, um, and it's, like, nothing but, but, like, white people or whatever. And then I'm the only Hispanic dude, and, like, a waiter or, like, the bartender or the server or whatever is a Hispanic guy. And, like, we just make that connection right there, and he'll hook me up with some things, you know? Like, on the way back, I stopped, uh, stopped by for dinner somewhere, and I was just sitting at the bar eating, having a couple of drinks by myself. And uh, the guy working on the oysters, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that job is called. Um, he, I, I just asked him a question. I was talking to him in Spanish. He's like, hey, man, do you like oysters? I was like, yeah, man, I like oysters. He's like, oh, we got these new ones. Do you want to give them a try? I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Just serve me up two fucking oysters. I don't know how much it would have cost because it was a really nice restaurant. Probably would have cost me like 15 fucking bucks. Just said, here, have them for free. I got that brown privilege, bro. They hooked me up with that brown privilege. But down, down, down in the valley, I don't get that because everybody's brown, so. You lost that privilege. I didn't, I didn't get any. I, yeah, I didn't have any privilege down there, but I didn't, I didn't feel exotic anymore. I felt very, uh, very one, one. I don't even know. I just felt like another sheep in a crowd. I guess. Dang. <laughs> well, how was um, the food there? The food was great. The food was great, and it was pretty cheap. Like I said, the Mexican food was awesome. The tacos were great. Um, I had some seafood there. It was good. Not as good as Houston, but that's granted. I think I think very few places. Anywhere else in the United States have as good seafood as as Houston does, um, just by proxy of where we are next to the Gulf and seafood is so cheap there, or I guess here in Houston. Um, but dude, the funny thing is, on the way back, dude, and and I was actually talking to to some of my friends at work, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna make sure to take my passport <laughs> when I go down to the valley, cause I don't want I don't I don't want to get stopped and then ice be like, ice catches me. He's like, hey, bro, show me some proof that you're from here. And then I'm like, well, I don't have my passport. I just have an ID. And they're like, oh, well, we need to be able to verify that you're a citizen. And then it's like a whole, like, three, four-hour ordeal until they could prove that I'm a citizen, you know, because shit's hot down here in Texas, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I brought down my passport, and on the way back, I was like, oh, I guess I didn't need it. And I and all of a sudden, like, the road diverts, diverts to the right. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Why are these cones set up? And I'm like, oh, these are these uh, the checkpoints, that Im- the immigration checkpoints that people always talk about when they're, when they're traveling from South Texas and coming to Houston or Dallas or College Station or, or Austin, wherever it may be. I was like, so I was there sitting in line. I was like, okay, 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 just don't say anything that makes you seem like, like you're not from here. You don't want to be caught in an interrogation room and say something that may not be true just because you're scared and they got you caught up. So I'm getting myself hyped up. I got my passport in my hand. I'm pulling up. I'm next in line. I see that there's a dog. I'm like, oh, fuck. I hope this shit goes well. I pull up, bro. Guess what the fuck happens, bro? They ask you one thing and one thing only, huh? She asked me, are you a U.S. citizen? I'm like, yes. And so I'm, re- I'm like, oh, she's throwing me a softball. She throw- she's trying to get me off track. And she's like, okay, that's fine. You can leave. I was like, what the fuck? I said, this is really what we got for, like, immigration enforcement? Like, checking people. We just ask them, are they a citizen? We don't ask them to prove it. We don't, we don't ask them any, where they're from, where they're going, 
what their business is. We just say, hey, are you a citizen? And if I say yes, that's it. Like, I'm free to go. Like, can't somebody just lie who isn't a citizen? Like, be like, yeah, I'm a citizen. Just get loose. Like, what are they going to say? Oh, no, you got me. Wait, I'm not a, I'm not a citizen. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand, like, how they catch people at all. Like, this, this is what I was telling a buddy. I was like, dude, like, we don't need a wall. Like, this is not what we need. A wall is fucking stupid. Like, what we need is better interrogation, better questioning at these fucking checkpoints if you really want to catch people. Because this ain't it, chief. Like, I was like, that's it? All right, let's go. I just got inconvenienced for 10 minutes for no reason. Yeah, that's, that's something I've always wondered growing up. But also, like, it depends where you're at, like, you're literally at the border. Like, literally 99% of the people are going to be Hispanic. So, yeah, you know, like... Yeah, well, the thing is, I was, like, three hours... Already, I was already, like, halfway to Houston. I was probably, like, three hours in when I got stopped at this checkpoint. And I was like, that's kind of weird. What? There's a that's checkpoint place to put a check three point. hours in? Are you sure? Yeah, dude. There's, like... Yeah, from where I, where, not, where I was coming from, yeah. Maybe it was the one in Laredo. No, no. Yeah, because I mean, it was uh, because Laredo is like. No, I don't go that direction in Houston. Huh? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't near Laredo. It was a. Uh, it was probably halfway between. Uh, I was probably. I was probably near Corpus Christi. I think is where where the oh border, where that yeah border that that, was, that makes sense. The immigration checkpoint was. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, well that's it. <laughs> I was like, I was mildly inconvenienced, but I don't know how they how they catch anybody. Uh, just asking that fucking one question. Maybe she was listening for my accent. It's like, oh yeah, that motherfucker sounds like he's from Houston. Get your ass out of here, boy. <laughs> she was like, Ghost Rose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like all all nervous and anxious for no reason, basically. So I'm just glad. I'm glad I didn't get any fucking. I didn't get detained or interrogated or deported. <laughs> this man making those jokes. I mean, I mean, have you had any experiences like when you come in when you come in? Well, you were going, like, to call a station, or you were going back home or traveling, like, ever, like, being stopped, like, at a, at a checkpoint or whatever? No, because I'm, like, the whitest Mexican in the world. Um, I mean, but you would still get stopped at a checkpoint, really. Like, they still ask if you're a U.S. citizen, right? It's literally the same that I've experienced my whole life. They just ask. Yeah, so it was just, like, are you a citizen? That's it? Like, ne- you've never, like, they never said anything else besides that? They'll say, is everybody in this car a U.S. citizen? And then... Everyone will respond. Will respond. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's just it's just bad questioning, bro. All right, but whatever, man. I'm just glad to be back home in Houston, dude. I was exhausted. I had to drive 12 hours in a 24 hours span and do work and shit. But it was fun. I enjoyed myself. But I was really, dude. It probably took me until Wednesday to recover from that drive, especially when you're driving alone, dude. It was super fucking boring. That's when you can be listening to our podcast. Hey, what's up? With your two co-hosts, yeah, Ray and I mean Emerson Contreras, hey. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna bleep that out. <laughs> and yeah, um, what is it called? <laughs> Dang it! Anyway, um, yo Emerson, do you want to know some weird stuff that I have recently gotten the opportunity to participate in conversation with? All right, tell me, tell me, tell me what's been going on in your life. All right, so I'm in an organization, and I love my organization. <coughs> Filled with great people, right? And I kind of felt like we all are accomplished, smart individuals that are in college. Well, recently, we had the opportunity to get free vaccinations for the flu. 
you know, free flu vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know why, but in my organization, we have polls every week on random stuff. One was, do pineapples belong on pizza? And I've recently learned that, yes, they do, but that's besides the point. This one, yes, sir. this new poll should go on pizza. is, uh-huh. do vaccinations for the flu work? Yes or no? Okay. And there is about half no's and half yeses. And I was like, what? Why are these people questioning it, questioning that? And then what happened was the question became, do you get vaccinations for the flu or not? And literally it was tied. It was like yes and no. So then I would ask some of my friends, like, why don't you think that, that it works? Or why don't you want to get one? Some of it was... Some of the answers were, like, they made sense to me. Like, I'm afraid of needles. Or, uh-huh. like, I've been super busy. I, yeah. I just haven't had the time. But some people were like, I don't yeah. know what they're putting in there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Do you eat at restaurants? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, you don't know what they're putting in your food. Facts, bro. That's facts. And he was like, well, I trust the chef. And I was like, so you trust a chef, but you won't trust a pharmacist. And he said, no. And I was like, do you see where that logic is flawed? And he was like, yeah, no. He replied, you choose your battles to win, and I'm going to choose this one to win. And I was like, no, it ain't a win. And then other people were like, well, I've never gotten the flu before, so why do I need to get the flu vaccine? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I've never gotten in a car accident, so maybe I don't need to wear my seatbelt. True. Dude, That's facts, I could not believe it that people were contemplating the effects and or the effectiveness of a flu vaccination shot. What do you have to say about that, man? Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I think it's I mean, I mean, there have been years when the flu when the flu vaccine hasn't been effective because basically Whenever the every new, that's why you, every year you have to get a new flu vaccine because there's always a new strain that comes out every year, and uh, the farm I don't even know what the what the right name is, but the scientists who create the the vaccination for that year um, are they're not guessing right because there's a science to it to know to determine which one is coming next. But I think was it two years ago like it was really really bad like they were way off on it and it was only like eighteen percent effective. Um, which maybe they're talking about that, maybe not. Maybe they're just skeptical that vaccines work at all, which I think is ridiculous. But I don't know why anybody would be like, oh, I'm not going to get it just because I've never gotten the flu before. Like, no, you should still get your, your flu shot. I don't think I've ever had the flu ever in my life, but it wouldn't be a reason why I would not get the flu vaccine. Like, the reason you get vaccines is so you don't get the shit. But, I mean, I understand people being busy and all that shit because even whenever we were getting the vaccines, like, at... In college, like, they were literally, like, 10 minutes away from wherever we were. We could just go to class, stop by in between classes for a vaccine. Like, I was like, dude, like, you had to wait in line, and then and then, then you had to, I don't know, you had to fill out some paperwork, right? And you're yeah. like, ugh, such a pain in the ass. And I guess it's because we've never really seen the effects of, like, how bad the flu can be. Like, I think it was last year one of my friends actually got hospitalized because he had the flu. Like, it was really pretty, pretty bad. Like, people think of the flu, like, a really bad cold, and for some people, that's what it usually turns out to be. But 
For other people, it's like, this shit can fucking kill you, bro, if you're not fucking careful. Exactly. So, like... So, so I don't know why people take that risk. Like, purposely, like, consciously make the decision, oh, I'm not going to do that shit. And, like, some people are saying, well, I never grew up taking the flu shot, so I kind of figured I don't need it now. Well, yeah, you know, you never deposit at a bank, but you probably still do it now, right? Because you know you have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was just kind of, like, honestly shocked. And it was, like, a good ratio. And, like, people were claiming, like, vaccines don't work. Vaccines inject stuff into you. And I was like, no way. Like, they inject a, a weak strain of the virus into you so that your body can learn how to adapt to, be like, overcome it, you know? Yeah, and to, create, to create the proper antibodies to, to combat the whatever disease it is. Exactly. And, like, I just was not getting it, bro. Like, I was not getting how they were refuting it. But that's besides the point. It's just crazy to think Dude, that so some people... How, how, how we've gotten to... Yeah. No, go ahead, man. My bad. No, 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 no. You got it, Chief. You got it. Like, it's just so crazy that, like, people are refusing to believe things that make things better and like they've they're in no position to refute it like they're not scientists yeah they're not they don't have any research but they find one case and one situation where it doesn't and they're like no that's it it's a hard no for me dog it's like no that's not how it works yeah (laughs) but not yeah i totally agree with you it's so fucking ridiculous that like all of a sudden people who aren't experts in a field are able to definitively say whether something it's correct or not. Like, I think too often we do that. And I think we're all guilty of this, right, in certain aspects. But, like, there are certain things that I just leave up to the smarter people, you know, when it comes to, like, medicine or, like, health or different things like that. I'm like, dude, like, if I fuck up and I do something wrong, I might end up dying. You know, I might not live a healthy, happy life, you know. So I'm going to trust the people who went to school for however many fucking years, have practiced fucking medicine, have studied things that I could only hope to ever even comprehend 1% of, you know, instead of, like, this ridiculous, like, oh, well, I read somewhere, or one time this thing happened, so then I'm just forever just going to deny that any of this shit is is, is uh, scientifically backed or, like, actually real, you know? Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, moving on from the subject, I just, I can't believe people think like that. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like I have, like, the correct mindset, but, you know, like, I'm not going to take my chances with medicine because I trust medicine and I trust people and I have good faith with people. But, yeah, I know you wanted to yeah. talk about uh, some interesting stuff that just came out on the Western Coast. Yes, sir. What happened, man? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I used to teach a class on um – on the business of sports, and we used to cut, cover a myriad of different topics. Ray was actually uh, a student in my class. Uh, I know, I know, you've mentioned it before, but for those of you who don't know, I did. I did it for two for two years, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, but one of the topics that was always, always super heated and polarizing and divisive—I don't want to say divisive because just like divisive means like hateful—but like people were very split on both ends. Was like, should college athletes be paid or not? Um, and we always, we, my, my position has always been that they should be paid. And that's because I think they bring up, they bring in so much money to the university. It's fucking ridiculous. The coach is getting paid millions of, dude, coaches in college are getting paid more than coaches in the NFL just because the colleges are making so much money that they have nowhere else to invest it besides fucking coaching. 
which is uh, ridiculous when you see fucking a lot of these players are coming from low-income backgrounds, like, like their parents are barely making ends meet, like, they're saying, they're, they notice how all the stands are, are getting filled due to the, all the players fucking doing well, the school performing, winning national championships, you know, all the concessions that are being sold, all the merchandise that is being sold with their number, but technically not their name, so they don't deserve any money out of it, um, they're not seeing a single cent out of that, right? And people would always say, oh, well, well, they're getting a free education, like, they should just be happy for that, like, they should be thankful, like, I have to pay for school, and they don't have to pay, so they should just be happy with that, which is, like, it's a whole other conversation, and we could get into some other time, but I know today uh, we're working on a limited uh, schedule at the moment, but I think one thing that we always agreed on was that it was fucked up that the NCAA would not let you make money based on your own likeness, so, for example, Johnny Manziel, right? Like, okay, he couldn't get paid by the university. He couldn't get any money based on jerseys or merchandise sold. But he also couldn't couldn't be in a commercial for Nike or whatever, right? Like, he wasn't allowed to do that. Even if it wasn't related to the university or anything else, like, he couldn't be in a commercial. He couldn't get paid for his autograph. He couldn't, he couldn't do a, a lot of different things that me and you could fucking do as students. But the fact that he was an athlete, he wasn't able to make money. And you know how much money Johnny Manziel, one of the biggest college players in the last probably 20 fucking years, probably even longer than that, could have fucking made if they, he was allowed to, to use his quote-unquote likeness and be and, and make him make a brand around himself. How much? Like, how many millions of dollars this dude would made? Dude, millions. No fucking day. Dude, Drake was rapping about this dude. He was hanging out with Drake. He was at, he was at the courtside at the fucking uh, NBA Finals. All the time. Like, this dude is, is a superstar. When it comes to at least college football. In the NFL, he's fucking garbage. He's trash. He's not a good fucking quarterback. But that's besides the point, right? And I th- and I think you were on the side that agreed that that's fucking ridiculous that they weren't allowed to, to make money on themselves. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, I just kind of think it's ridiculous. Like, you're selling a jersey with this dude's name, but you can't make money yeah. off of it. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, finally... Um, in uh, California this past uh, week, the governor actually signed into law. It was a fair, fair, fair play act, something like that. Um, it's, the name is something similar to that. Um, but essentially, it allows college athletes to make money on who they are as a person and their name and their and their recognition and their quote-unquote celebrity, however big or small they may be. So uh, in the case of Johnny Manziel, he would be able to make money off his autographs, make public appearances, you know, be able to get signed by Nike or Adidas, whoever it is, appear in ads, get compensated for that completely. Which I think is is the first step into a, into solving a lot of the fucking issues issues that the NCAA has created by not paying these fucking athletes, and also the shitty part, not paying for their fucking health care as well. Whenever they get fucking hurt in college, um, so I'm super excited for that. Um, the law isn't supposed to get go into effect until 2023, but I think it's a uh, it's one step closer to where we need to be, at, at least personally, um, where I personally believe it should be uh, with college sports, man. But I don't know how you feel about this new law, about college athletes being able to make money I mean, off of uh, who they are. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what the pay structure would be like. Because, you know, if I see a quarterback is making about maybe like $50,000 like a year just because... You know, like not even including commissions off their sales, appearances or whatever, then I would be like, okay, I don't know if it's worth $50,000 because if they're still going to school, then, you know, it's a little bit different. 
But if they were to not go to school, just be the athlete representing that university, then it's a little bit different. But then, you know, why would they do that? So, yeah, there still are a lot of, like, things that need to be considered. But, like, if they were just, like, able to get, a like, a percent commission off of their, like, jersey sales and they were able to, like, make appearances and do, like, contracts already with Nike and stuff, that would be good. But the thing is, like, not every player is going to get that, you know? So, like, yeah, your defensive ends, your uh, linemen, they're probably not going to get that unless they're game-changing, otherworldly. But, you know, that may actually increase the the vigor in a lot of these young male athletes or even female athletes because they're going to want to chase that paycheck, you know? So, yeah, for sure. And, and, and people who are against this are like, oh, well – they're just trying to come up with a bunch of crazy stuff like, oh, athletes are going to get out of hand, X, Y, or Z. Like, we can't have this happening. First of all, nobody's losing any money. Like, co the college doesn't have to pay anybody out of pocket for anything. This is all private companies who are going to want to invest in these athletes and make them a part of their company one way or another, right? They're able to get agents now to help them rep to help represent them in, um, in these deals. And uh, hopefully when they get the, into the NFL or NBA or WNBA or whatever professional sports league that they may go into, um, or maybe even the Olympics. Um, but the thing is, like, if we're being honest, not a lot of college athletes are going to make money off of this. But I think, I think it's unfair for the NCAA just to to say for to make a declaration for every single athlete like no you're not allowed to make any money like no go fuck yourself man like if i'm fucking killing it like zion williamson and and have been the biggest uh basketball uh athlete in college for the last however, however many fucking years like who who is the ncaa sit there and say no you can't make any fucking money because we fucking say so because and and you know why it probably is because they know once once athletes make fucking money whether it's them paying them out of pocket or not, like it's harder to control these fucking kids in the sense like it's harder to tell them what to do and like control their fucking lives and like okay no you have to do this you have to do that and and all of it at the end of the day is only to the benefit or the majority the benefit of the NCAA and these fucking respective universities. But I'm excited I'm excited to see what it is. I was never a great athlete. I don't even think I was ever a good athlete or a decent athlete. Um, so I would have never been able to take take advantage of this. But I'm happy for the people who are very talented or able to make money uh, based on how well they perform in their own likeness and their own personalities, to be honest with you. So do you think that the West is now going to get a bunch of, uh, I guess, high-caliber stars going? I think I think if, if none of these other states go along, or maybe even at a federal le level, this is, is his uh, past as well, um, then I think so. I mean, there's they have until 2023, so four years until this actually comes into effect. But I don't, I don't, I don't know why a state like Texas or Florida, where a lot of these major college football players specifically come out of, wouldn't go ahead and pass this law so they wouldn't lose recruits to California, you know. And and there are even people already in in Congress. Uh, Anthony Gonzalez, he's a representative for Ohio. He used to play for the Indianapolis Colts and went to Ohio, uh, the Ohio State uh, University. Um, is already proposing uh, a bill that would uh, make this into law across the United States as well. Wow. Could you imagine that? I mean, I think that would really even the playing field. And now, yeah. school, I, I, excuse me. Now I think a lot of players would go where they think they can develop the best as a potential NFL yeah. player. I don't know if A&M would get a lot yeah. of players 
as they are now, just because, you know, like... I mean, A&M already gets a bunch of great players, too. Yes, but, you know, like, there's a lot of players that want to go out and win. So where well, where will yeah. they go? Clemson and Alabama. Um, so Oh, for sure. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen because, you know, like, let's say those yeah. states don't do it. Well, that would make Texas a for sure thing if Texas goes through with it. And let's say they all three of them do, yeah. Clemson, uh, you know, like, uh, what is it called? All three of those states get to do it. Well, then yeah, you would yeah, have Florida, yeah. You would have really students looking at okay. Well, where can I develop the best? What has great facilities? What has like a great yeah. city for me to live in? Like, or what? What's a place with great marketing opportunities for me as well? Like, where can I really build a brand? Which I think are all important questions. Like, do you also think that alumni would be able to put pockets into players' money? I mean, they already do that regardless, bro. Like, oh, I, if I had to guess, I'd say almost every, like, big football um, school probably probably pays their fucking players. Like, boosters or alumni give money to players to come there in the first place. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if most, we're being honest. I'm most definitely sure about that, too. But. Um, but speaking of college, just a little quick aside. I told you Jimbo Fisher isn't that great of a coach, buddy. A&M is fucking trash. We're going to go 7-5, and 6-6 six and six this fucking year. And Jimbo's making seven, $70 million. Just FYI, I just, want you, I just want you to remember, I've been saying Jimbo isn't going to be great from the start. Just to put it out there. Just to put it out there, almost, you're being extremely biased. We almost lost to Arkansas. We, yeah, but... We almost lost to Arkansas. Yeah, but the thing is, like, our, our line hasn't been putting up a good setup for Kellen. And because of that... He's not able to have the time he wants to be in the pocket to make great decisions. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. our receivers are kind of trash with the exception of freshman Anaya Smith. And our running back, we are literally cut to our last thread. And, like, even then, it's, like, inexperience and um, just not being able to get clear paths. You know, like, there's a lot of factors that make us like Sounds like a lot of coaching problems, bro. Sounds like somebody needs to coach somebody up, bro. All I'm saying, Jimbo Fisher is highly overrated, and we're not gonna do well this year. I don't, and I don't like, know like how you're able to say that without realizing because we Ar- almost lost to Arkansas. No, but yes, we yes, yes. To, we almost lost to Nick Starkle. We almost lost to Nick Starkle, the dude who left to transfer from the program last fucking year. We almost got beat by the guy who left the fucking program. Yes, but like that's ridiculous. But the thing is, like, and when you're making seventy, when you're making seventy million fucking dollars, like there are no fucking excuses. Yes, there's no fucking excuses. Yes, you're making but 70 the thing million is, dollars? like, I don't want to hear it. Like, how can you like blame him for like such a young young team? Like, we literally lost. Okay, so 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 at what point can I start blaming him? When can when when can I start blaming Jim? When he has all his players in. Not when he has another... Nobody always has their players in, though. That's the thing about coaching. You're not always going to have your best dudes. No, Dude, but I'm not saying I'm not Clemson. saying your best dudes, but have your entire class. Once you have your class... But nobody's ever... Con- oh, okay, so, so you tell me when that is. That's going to be in two years. And t- so I have to wait four years. So we have to pay him $28 million before we're allowed to complain. Okay, I'm just making sure. All right. No, because you're, you're saying... You're saying the dude is not making players that have experience in the SEC do well. They're not doing well. It's like, well, how are they supposed to when we have most of our running backs injured or out? 
when we have our tight end star player out, when we have most of our O-line being new, it's, like, ridiculous. Like, how are we able to, like, play against those high-caliber teams? Like, Auburn, we lost. Arkansas is not a high-caliber no, team. No, 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 I know. But Auburn, we lost close a close game, and they're a high-caliber team. And you can't argue me with that. I, I, I'm just telling you, we're going to go 6-6. Six and six. If you're happy with 6-6 six and six or 7-5, and five, then that's fine. But for me, when you're paying a guy $70 million, I need to see results. Kevin Sumlin went 10-2 and two his first year in the SEC with no, with no SEC experience previously. Went 10-2. and two. Granted, he had Johnny Manziel. And then the year after that, what'd he go? 8-5 and five or 9-3? and three? I don't fucking remember. 8-4. and four. And then we went 8-4. and four, And we went 8-4 and four again. And we went 8-4 and four again. And we went, what, 8-4 and four last year? And we're gonna go six and nine six and four, year. seven and five. We're like, what? What do you mean we're nine and four? We're not. We're going nine and four this year? No, last year because of the bowl game. I don't. I don't count. I don't count bowl games. I'm talking about the regular season. Yeah, but we never. We never usually win bowl games. I mean, we the last one we won was the Chick Fil A Bowl, which was I don't even remember. That was something second to last year, I think, if I remember correct. But I don't care. I don't care about winning the Chick Fil A Bowl or the. Pepperoni Pizza Bowl and the Little Caesars Bowl, like those aren't those. Are, you know what bowl games are important? The playoff fucking games. Those were fucking important. And and I'll say it once, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it for the fourth time, fourth billion time. As long as Jimbo Fisher is the coach of Texas A and M, we will not uh, make a national championship. And why this, though? And this is why not though? Saying because you gotta say and, why. And this you is gotta not, say why. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and it's it's not. And this is not a problem exclusive to Jimbo Fisher, right? I think if Jimbo Fisher comes in with a program that has a different culture, maybe he's able to take it to a top. But I don't think Jimbo Fisher can take a program where it, where it has been for the last 20 years, right, and raise it to a championship level, right? This is not solely on Jimbo Fisher. I'm just saying, like, when you're going to pay $70 million, there should be no excuses on why you're losing. But I think A&M has a history of underachieving in general, regardless of who the coach is, right? A&M has the biggest support from alumni ever dude our our alumni donate so much to this university donate so much for the football program show up to fucking it build amazing facilities we're able to get five-star recruits time and time again and we do nothing but fucking mess it up we fumble the bag fam and i think that is a culture problem within a&M sports or football or whatever. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just a fucking idiot just talking out of my fucking ass, dude. But whenever you have the resources that Texas A&M has fucking had, and, you, and this is only the amount of success you can achieve over decades of fucking time, we're, I, I'm just tired of excuses at this fucking point. I'm just tired of it. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what more there is to say. When you're able to recruit as well as A&M is, have the resources available, make as much money. The, the program is like the most valuable college football program in the country. That's what Forbes came out and said a couple fucking weeks ago. And we still can't make a fucking playoff? I think there's a deeper problem. And the reason why I say we won't do anything as long as Jimbo is here is because I don't think anything's going to change in the next 10 years. Even if Jimbo plays his whole fucking contract, I don't think anything fucking changes because I don't think coaching... The coach itself is necessarily the reason why all this shit has been happening for the last 20 years. Yeah, but the thing is, like, there is so much that the coach has change over, dude. Like, he has so much, like, control. Like, I was able to go to the practices and take pictures at Jimbo's first year. 
and I was also to go with a lot of people that were there when Kevin Summon was there. And there was a big culture change. There was no more music blasting at practice, almost making it like an exhibition to show off these college athletes. It was an actual southern grit-filled yell at you until you feel like crap football practice where stuff was actually getting done. Now that's fine. He could he could have came in and changed the culture, but it didn't change the record. No, but the thing that's is, that's all I'm saying. But wait, the thing is, how are you expect, expected to change the cult like the record if it's not like set in your like favor? Like one, I, I mean, he went eight and four last year, right? He went eight and four last year. I would yes. ex- at least expect him to do that again this year. Yes, but how can you expect him to do that like with a different all. set of players? What do you mean? Kellen Mond is still there. Just because the quarterback the is still there, just because the quarterback is still there, doesn't mean that everything else is still there. First McCoy of all, the is not is there. The most, probably most important part. No, it's yes, it, yes, 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 it is, and the, and a good defense, especially in the SEC. Yes, but like, okay, yes, he's a decent quarterback at best. But the thing is, like, we don't have our O line anymore, and not just because of that, we don't have our tight end that he had great chemistry with. We don't have a running back that's like literally one of the leading running backs in the SEC. When you take all of that away, it just really shows that he had a lot of resources that he could rely on. And without the resources... So you're saying if... if we, and, and I'll tell you this. Even if we have our team at full strength, they, wasn't our team full strength against Clemson? Week two? And we no. got destroyed by Clemson? No, we still weren't. So I so I don't understand what you mean by full strength. Like we need to go recruit more people. Is what you're saying? No, we need to we, need to, we need to we need to be at maturity. We can't be a young team right. and expect well, okay. to beat these players. It was it was a really bad idea for us to get this schedule right now. If we had our schedules flipped for next season and this season, it would be a different story. At that point, yes. Okay, so you're, so so you're saying so 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 you're saying next year you'll start holding holding people accountable. Next yes, year. because you'll give them a pass as to okay. So next year, so next year, what would be a disappointment to you? If we literally don't go to the playoffs, that's a disappointment because one, the schedule is extremely okay. easy. Two, we'll have a lot of players that are already cooked up to their full potential. Assuming Kellen okay. doesn't leave, it's a senior year. He needs to do amazing because that's it. Okay. That's 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 the right. well, standard right. well, I'll I'll leave. And if if we don't, then I'll say okay, okay. Jimbo, something's wrong with Jimbo. But to kind of say yo, it's okay. Jimbo or like you know, it's a program. Like I get it. Like I, I saw this funny video off of Supreme Dream or like RCA World or whatever, and it was like coaches when their star player gets injured, and like he goes up to him and says, "I know your foot's broken, but you got to get up. These bumps don't know how to play. You're the only reason I learn." Or, like, you're the only reason we win. Like, come on, just get up and go, please. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. And, like, it's, it's just kind of showing you, like, if the coach doesn't have the team that they, like, want, then it's going to be hard for them to make decisions. But, yeah, there have been some coaching decisions that, you know, are kind of like, well, why aren't you doing that? That's a good opportunity to take advantage of. For example, Kellen's running. He's a great runner. He's able to... You know, get those yards, but Jimbo doesn't want him to run. Why? Because he's scared he's gonna get injured. And it's like, well, that's a coaching decision. I would say maybe we need to look into that a couple bit more. But I've uh, already well, let, let's wait a year. Let let's put a pin in this conversation because 
You, I'm ready. I'm ready to tell you that Jimbo Fisher isn't gonna be great. You said you got another year, and you think he'll be great. Let's put a pin in this, and then in a year from now, you can tell me. You can tell me I told you so. Okay. Remind me one year. All right. All right. All right. All in right. a year, if when we're still when we're still doing the podcast, I'm wrong, and you can tell me I told you so. Okay. But if not, I want my fucking credit for calling this shit out since day one, since he signed that fucking contract. Anyways, um, one more. One we have one, one more topic. That we want to talk about. This well, will be a little we... lighter, a little bit more chill topic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quickly. Yeah. Um, so shout out to JR, one of our one of our most loyal and dedicated listeners. Shout out JR from the Everything JR uh, YouTube video YouTube channel. Um, he did a podcast with us about ten podcasts ago, if that's correct. Really great time. Go make sure to check him out if you haven't already, and go listen to that podcast with me, him, JR, and uh, Ray's old roommate. Um, but. He sent me a picture of this thing and wanted to get my. And he wanted me and Ray to talk about it on the podcast, um, but it's a meme, right? And it goes by first. It's like girls buying a different shampoo bottle for every hair they have, and it's like boys six in one bottle and has shampoo, shaving cream, toothpaste, dish soap, gasoline, <laughs> and whipped fucking cream and, and whipped cream. And I respond to him like, bro, that shit is fucking disgusting. I don't know how fucking dudes go. <laughs> and buy like this all-in-one fucking thing, right? It's like it's literally shaving cream, shampoo, conditioner, and like face wash and uh, body wash as well. So it's a fucking five-in-one. And I'm like, bro, like, like your body's different in every fucking part. You can't be treating the treating it the fucking same. That's fucking nasty, dude. That's why a lot of you fucking dudes are looking nasty. And you're like Emerson, you look nasty, and you don't do that shit. Well, dude, imagine how nasty I would fucking look if I was using the same shit. <laughs> I use for oh. my fucking asshole on my fucking face, bro. Like, like we gotta understand. Like, we gotta treat our body differently. Like, dude. So me, I have a, uh, I have a shampoo, which I leave on for ten minutes. I have a conditioner that I leave on for ten fucking minutes because my fucking hair is a pain in the ass. I have a body wash, then I have a face wash, uh, and then um, what do I have? And then I have an exfoliator as well. So those are the things that I do. And I also have a shaving cream that's that that but that, I'm not talking about just like shower shit itself, man. But I think that is fucking disgusting. And dudes, like y'all motherfuckers gotta start growing the fuck up, right? And I don't know what Ray's takes so, take is on this, so I might be insulting him directly, right? But hopefully not. Hopefully Ray is, is a is a man of of higher tastes, right? But like dudes, y'all gotta start fucking growing up and start taking care of yourselves a lot better. Stop fucking being lazy as shit, right? But what do you think about the like the one hundred and one fucking bottles? I think it's the smartest thing ever created, man. Like honestly, like oh I don't get why you're. God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to. I was about to say, boy, if I walked into your shower and I saw one of those bottles, I I think I'd I'd, I'd have to leave the podcast, buddy. No, yeah, I like I honestly am pretty. Um, I don't know how to say this, but I guess, like, I, I take pride in taking care of myself. So, yeah, I have, yeah. like, a face exfoliator that's a chemical exfoliator. Yeah. I have, um, what is it called, lotion. I have sunscreen. I have, you know, like, yeah. conditioner. I have a shampoo, a shampoo without um, phosphate or whatever it's called. Um, and, yeah. like, I have a body wash, you know, because that's what it's supposed to be. I, I just don't get why mm. people would want simplicity if like it's not good for you like they're just fucking lazy and cheap is what it really comes down to <laughs> for the most part <laughs> yeah i i agree because this should could get expensive yeah i mean this stuff can get expensive like 
getting everything. But, like, dude, come on. Like, the first thing people are going to notice about you is your hygiene. And that can be yeah. a good or bad first impression. So, like, why risk it, yeah. man? Why risk it? But, yeah. yeah. Dude, but you're another thing, right? Like, the lotion thing is important, too. Like, like I have a separate, like, moisturizing body lotion. I have, like, a face lotion, too. Like, don't fucking use the same shit everywhere just because you don't fucking know. Like, don't be doing that shit. As well. I also have leave-in conditioner, too, sometimes. I don't want to put on my fucking hair. But, man, man, we need to take care of ourselves, boys. Like, like we got to make an effort out here, man. These women put in all this work, and then you're wondering why she don't want to talk to you at the fucking club or at the party, bro, because you look nasty, fam. Like, yeah. take care of yourselves, boy. Come on. Let's do that for ourselves. Let's do that for the rest of 2019 and the rest of our lives, man. Let's start taking ourselves, taking care of ourselves, treating ourselves way better, man, because we don't want to be looking mad nasty at 50 fucking years old, to be honest with you. Clean boy fall. It makes no sense, but whatever. A clean boy fall. Hashtag clean boy fall. Shout out to my boy Ray for coming up with that shit. Dude, if I smell your hair and it smells like your your body, I'm out of there. <laughs> if I smell axe Dude. on your hair and I smell Dude, axe I was on your to arm. Say that shit, boy. <laughs> what did you say? I was about to say that, bro. The nastiest shit that we used to do in middle school was the Axe body spray as deodorant and cologne, bro. Like, that marketing fucking sold us so fucking bad on what it what it was like to, like, be a proper, like, smelling guy. Like, that shit is so fucking nasty, bro. I hope, I hope as a grown-ass man, you motherfuckers aren't wearing body spray fucking Axe any fucking more. You know what? I'm gonna bring Axe back. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna get the... The, the oh chocolate god. one, the one that smells like love or whatever, the oh chocolate love one. Oh my god. Honestly, don't yeah, be crying, I bro, when I steal all the girls, bro. Just kidding. Dude, I have a I, girlfriend. Remember, I love her very much. I will not do that. Dude, I used to, Playing I used it to safe. rock the Axe uh, Essence, the Essence one, bro. That's the shit I used to fucking rock in uh, middle school, man. Bro, I... Oh my I, god, that's so fucking disgusting. I'm so glad I graduated to actual fucking deodorant and I realized how dumb that shit fucking was. Dude, oh I I like God. love musky men smelling uh, deodorants, but dude, you love musky men? No. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, um. One thing I hated was for Christmas when I would receive a gift from a family member, and they assumed I still use Axe. And you know, I'm I'm always appreciative of gifts and stuff, but like, once yeah, I was in college, and I got an Axe set of like. Shampoo and uh, body, the shampoo wash. body wash. <laughs> yeah, and man. Spray. I, I just I don't know what to do at that point. Like I don't know how to turn to my mom and my dad yeah. and say, "Guys, this is really sweet," but you know, this ain't it, Chief. Bro, you you, they they knew you they knew that you used to hit the double chest uh double pits the chesty move, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, man. My. But all right, man. I don't got any. I don't got anything more for the people, bro. I know you got to get out of here. Is there anything you needed to say before we go? Yeah, if you wear axe, don't talk to me. I'm just kidding, uh, <laughs> but I probably won't talk no, to no. you. Seriously, don't talk to me. Get the fuck away from me. Go put some real deal on. It's Old Spice or nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Old Spice is kind of gross too. Uh, I, I started rocking dude, those. I use Dove. I use Dove for men, bro. Dove for men. Bro. Dove that's, for men is really slept on. Yourself. But yeah, anyway. Um, we're sorry about the inconsistencies. We'll try to get that ironed out. It's just life is getting more difficult to set these things apart. As soon as I finish school, yeah. they'll be pretty streamlined. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks so much, and be on the lookout for mine and Ray's new TikTok channels coming out soon. Hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.